fake friends. Listen to Fake Headlines podcast using Stitcher Premium. Use promo code Fake Headlines for one free month. Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. My Favorite Murder. Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman. Natch Butte. Office Ladies. Prompt in Circumstance. WTF with Mark Marin, And so many more. Plus, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for a whole year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Again, use promo code FAKEHEADLINES for one month free. Bye! Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is is Fake Fake Headlines Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 85.5. 85.5. That's right. This week is a mini-sode. It's Pandemic FM 85.5 <laughs> on your dial. Coming to you live from the Dillon household. From the Dillon shelter, the <laughs> quarantine zone. <laughs> Here we are, live uh, from Buffalo. <laughs> uh, God, we've been inside for what feels like 87 days straight. Yeah, we we did treat ourselves this weekend. Um, uh, f- you know, Friday, we, we you know, we, we're continuing to uh, try and support local places. So Friday, we went out and we got a, a really good um, uh, Impossible Burgers from a local place. Yes, they were delicious. And then uh, Sunday, we treated ourselves to brunch. And also, as we were waiting for, well, I went in to get the food. I wanted, I didn't want Tiffany to, to expose herself to anything. So I went in. On I know, I'm such a flasher. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't control myself. Was I saving the, you were, I was saving the world from your exposure, right? That's yes, right. Yes, yes. Uh, there was a, uh, everybody was social distancing, waiting for their food. And there was a woman uh, doing push-ups on the sidewalk outside the restaurant. I happened to look, like, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> I walked. Part- I walked right by her. <laughs> a little too close. I, uh, I happened to uh, look up at the right moment to see this woman doing push-ups like it was it was like the the concrete part at the bottom of a a light pole or something yeah yeah she wasn't like fully down on the ground she was like doing like a she was at like a what what kind of angle would you call it like a 45 45 degree angle yeah push-ups i'd call that a 45 yeah she Mm -hmm. was at a 45 degree angle doing push-ups on a light post which is like a i think a bruce springsteen lyric isn't it Pretty sure. <laughs> I think it is. I believe it. I'm not really familiar with his work, but I it believe it. It wasn't before. It is now. It sure is. Hey, Bruce, that's a free one for you. <laughs> Trying to make some money during this uh, whole thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird moment. Yeah, you looked up and saw it. I was hoping you had your phone and were recording it because I was no. walking by her, but I knew you were scrambling to record me. But uh, I was also so amazed at what was happening because it, it, it's She not, had good form. She did. She was like not... She she didn't have an athletic look to her. <laughs> You're so you know? nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know. She was I, the kind of person waiting for a burger like me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's be honest. Impossible or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So was, that was cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was super strange. But uh, she seemed to, you know what, you know, when you're in the middle of a pandemic, you still got to take time for yourself and try to better yourself. You know you what do. I mean? You do. Uh, whether it's push-ups in a public space while you're waiting for your dinner. 
I hope she had like gloves on doing that though. I wouldn't want to touch anything. I'm, I was so afraid to touch anything while I was outside. I don't think she did. And that's a very valid point. I didn't yeah. even think about that safety element. Ugh. There's so many things that we have to think about now that I, we've just never really considered. Like I am the kind of person who's always just carried, I, I carry chapstick and hand sanitizer uh, and usually some sort of contact solution with me in my purse at all times. And, um, now it's like, I have to add so many other things. Soap, right. water, <laughs> right? You bring in a buck, you bring in water and soap with you everywhere you go. <laughs> a sponge, a sponge. Well, after we got gloves, the food, when we came back home, the first thing we did suit. was stand in the shower and spray down my wallet and debit card with Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> you really did. Yeah. <laughs> While yeah. you were wearing a hazmat suit, as you just yep. explained. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was exciting to see. Um, Sunday we had the most baller brunch from our favorite place, Falafel Bar in y- Buffalo. Yeah. They offered, uh, there's a place uh, near us that offered a curbside pickup for brunch and it was fantastic. We called ahead, picked that up. So those, those were our two treats of getting out of the house in the last uh, seven days. Yeah. We haven't gone grocery shopping in a minute. I mean, we're still surviving off of our four pound bag of Easter candy. So we're good. We're doing pretty well. We have enough supplies. Our, uh, we live in New York state and, uh, our sort of, uh, not shelter in place. What do you, what do you call them? This is stay at home. The stay at home edict that is out there. Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to be at home until at least the end of, uh, April. Mm-hmm. So, and, we'll, and then it's going to be reevaluated from there as I'm sure it is wherever you're listening. So, uh, yeah, we're just uh, hanging out inside all the time. That's what we do. We're indoor people now. Yeah. And, um, once spring actually happens, we'll be outside more. There's been like two days where, where it's been like kind of decent and, um, can't enjoy them. No, we did. We did try to go for a walk last week, but um, there were so many people at the park and it was like a game of chicken as people were walking towards you. We always were the chickens and we stepped to the side because here's the thing. I don't want to be near you. Get away from me. Six feet. No touching. Yeah, exactly. Pretend we're in like a prison uh, visiting center. Right. No touching. And stay away from each other. Hands must be visible at all times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, things are weird right now. And uh, we, uh, you know, people are handling it in all different ways. Some people are being really, really productive. And I find that myself am not being productive. Oh, same here. And I, <laughs> and I think it's okay. Like, I don't, don't feel bad because I think it is something that is happening right now across the, our, our world where... We have all this time on our hands in a lot of cases. Some of us are fortunate enough to be working. Others not. It's, there's a lot of psychological things happening for people to deal with. And it's okay that your creative brain isn't like in hyperdrive right now. And I think that, you know, we, it's not that we're not being creative at all. Um, it, you know, cause again, we are fortunate enough to work. So on the weekend we are really looking for different sort of ways to allow ourselves to really have an even deeper outlet than what we usually do to decompress from the work week. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, uh, you know, we've, we've baked stuff this weekend. I tried to make ice cream. Mm -hmm. Uh, it turned into a nice milkshake. It did. It did. I made it out of aquafaba. And if you don't know what that is, it's like the weird juice stuff that comes in a can of chickpeas. So, (laughs) um, we're getting creative, getting creative. Uh, and it didn't turn out too bad. It's it actually ended up being a, like a, a Wendy's Frosty. It really did turn out pretty pretty good. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it sounds weird, but we, it was delicious. Um, but what Kevin and I did uh, to have uh, a 
good time on Saturday night was we decided, you know, we had the Zoom party um, to celebrate one of our friend's birthdays. And then um, since we were kind of dressed up for that, we decided to have a little dance party, just the two of us. (laughs) We had a little date night. And even though we didn't go out, we had a good time. We put on some fun 80s music. And we danced the night away. We did. We danced for a couple hours. And we got about 10,000 steps in. I know. It was we did pretty so good. impressive. It was a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> it was really fun. And, you know, we, we did a lot of laughing. We really did. And I think this is, I mean, once this pandemic passes, and it, hopefully you've got people that you're enjoying being quarantined with. And if not, once this pandemic passes, get out there and find someone for the next one. Because you're going to want to hunker down with someone you want to spend time with. And y- you might want to go to a dating website. Maybe look up, maybe OK COVID, maybe. Maybe there's a website. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they can find someone <laughs> look for someone that that's in their bio they say um you know i have plenty of bottled water and lentils <laughs> and i like music <laughs> i'm gonna swipe right on that person <laughs> i already got a bomb shelter in place enough food and toilet paper to last us for years baby are you here for the long ride <laughs> I make my own artisanal toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> interested in uh, swipe wiping right? Swipe wipe right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So there is time. Someone so, for everyone. Yeah. Get out there and find someone between now and the next big disaster we have to live through. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are very fortunate. We are very fortunate right now. And that uh, not a day goes by in this strange new world we're in that I'm not, uh, I don't think about that. And, uh, I think about all my friends and uh, family that uh, are in different circumstances. And I mm-hmm. just hope that we all can make this, make it through together. Cause it's scary. Yeah, it is it scary. It is scary times right now. It's hard. It's hard to, um, we'll get through, we'll get through all this like stupid, sad stuff in a minute, but like we, it's hard, it's hard not to, um, feel upset. And I think the most important thing we can do right now is to allow ourselves to feel so, uh, with that being said, part of the reason why we wanted to do a shorter episode is because I can't get my brain to be creative and focus on making fake headlines right now. And that is my approach to self-care is that I'm hearing myself and I'm allowing myself to feel those feelings and recognize what I'm doing rather than um, try to force something that's not going to happen. Yeah. And uh, we want to keep doing the podcast and be able to provide at least a little bit of an outlet and and uh, maybe a, a, a glimmer of joy in uh, you know perhaps your your week and um, so we hope that we can provide that for you. Yeah, and you know what I want to mention too one one good story that has come out of this for us for me anyway, uh, not to toot my own horn, but I am working on week three of not smoking cigarettes. Whoop, whoop. Oh, it's almost going to be th- by Friday. It'll be three weeks. That's so awesome. I'm so proud of you. That is the longest I've gone without smoking since the 1990s. And, that is gross. And uh, this is a really stressful, scary, weird time. And if you can make it through this with never smoking, yeah. you, you're you done. I can do it. Yeah. You're done. And um, let that be. I mean, maybe that hopefully that inspires you to do something too. I don't know. Maybe there's some, maybe you can kick smoking now as well. It's, I know it's. It's a delicious thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. I dream about it most nights now because I'm not smoking. <laughs> but um, I tell you, man, it's it's you can do it because I didn't think I could do it. I thought I was going to be a slave to cigarettes for the rest of my life. I, I did not think I had the willpower or the desire in any way to quit smoking. 
but I'm not, I didn't do it cold turkey. I'm using nicotine lozenges, which you can find at any drugstore or grocery store. Um, popping a couple of those throughout the day and I'm fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I've never once during this, uh, global crisis wanted to run outside and smoke mainly because I don't want to put my hands near my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're not alone in, you're not alone in feeling that, um, nicotine lozenges are a good way to keep you from smoking. Cause Mark Marin, I think still yeah, does it right. or, unless he's weaned himself off at this point. I lost track. Yeah. Um, but for the longest time, that, he that's, was doing that too. Yeah. That's what he was doing. Yep. He was using, uh, lozenges it and, works. um, and that's okay. You know, take it from two great podcasters, Mark Marin and Kevin Dillon. <laughs> Nicotine lozenges are the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> we've been trying to do yoga um and i think that that yes. has really helped you um that has helped me quite a bit too uh to relax for one because i'm a very anxious person which i didn't realize until the well, last couple of years really when i've looked at myself in the mirror and realized why i act the way i do how how much anxiety kind of controls everything yeah uh, yeah not everything but like no it does it absolutely does yeah <laughs> but it doesn't have to yeah because it's just a thing it's not who you are it's just a thing that exists in your life and sometimes peeks its head up and you're yep. like, what the hell are you doing here? Right. Exactly. <laughs> what are you doing here? Again? What are you doing here? What are you doing, dude? Get out of here. And there's plenty of free uh, yoga videos on Amazon prime. So check those out. Yeah. Yeah. Recommend those and do whatever you need to do to self care and just do your best to, to find the positive moments in each day. It doesn't matter what it is, how small it is, whether it's you look outside and you see the sun is shining and that's exciting. Or, you know, maybe, maybe you got out of bed and took a shower that day. That's exciting. You brushed your teeth. You became a human. <laughs> I haven't worn real pants in, in several weeks. <laughs> I'm just hoping my pants fit at the end of this. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm a, you know, what is it? Like, um... It's like sharks when you put them in like a sh- in a aquarium tank. They only grow to a certain size to the tank. <laughs> like I feel like my body is like that with pants. And now that I'm wearing sweatpants, I'm gonna just keep expanding. <laughs> now, <laughs> I had a friend uh, send me a, a meme recently, and it was just like, "This is gonna be me at the end of the pandemic." And it was a. <laughs> like a pop to biscuit can you know like (laughs) (laughs) those ones that surprise you (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i was like oh yeah i get that (laughs) and you know what if that happens that's okay who cares we all deal with it in different ways that's true and as long as you survive and you get through this and you remember that you're loved and that um you love other people it doesn't matter you know Yeah, exactly so stay healthy friends stay healthy my popped biscuit cans out there because <laughs> i'm right there with you <laughs> uh, so now that we got all the serious stuff out of the way so what we're gonna do this week yeah is a uh, positive stories we, we're just gonna go through a couple of real positive stories to break the cycle of terrible news out there yeah and believe it or not it's real difficult to find some positive stories out there and um but we found a couple that Gosh are, darn it, we're here for it. <laughs> we found a couple that are pretty, uh, <laughs> we thought were pretty inspiring or just interesting. I like that I had to clean it up for this episode. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> it's okay to swear. We're all under a lot of stress <laughs> right now. It's okay. Don't worry. I've been swearing so much. Uh, Kevin, do you mind if I read mine first? I don't mind at all. No, go right ahead. For the record, I just did an hour of very intense yoga and um, I'm real glad to be sitting down right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I kind of wussed out. I did. Uh, I took a couple breaks during the yoga, but uh, yeah, my body is very sore as well. We're both just laying on the floor, by the way, <laughs> staring at the ceiling. <laughs> uh, okay, so here is a feel-good story, and I'm I'm pretty sure maybe most people have already seen this uh, by now, but um, I think it's really interesting and fun to share this because it's a remarkable story. It, it really is. So this was shared by one of our local Buffalo affiliates, but it is from CBS news. And the headline is world war two veteran recovers from coronavirus just in time for his 104th birthday. Oh, I made it. Oh, that's amazing. This guy, 104 unbelievable. And he's a, a world war two veteran, which there are not a lot of those um, individuals left anymore, um, considering it happened so long ago. And so, this person has seen so many like monumental, incredible, changes. yeah, incredible yeah. things happen in their lifetime. Mm. Um, and so, that's really cool. So here's the the article: a resilient 104 year old man who lived through the Spanish flu the great depression in world war two has now recovered from the coronavirus. William bill Lapshies contracted the virus at, uh, Edward C. Alworth veterans home in Oregon. He first started showing symptoms on March 5th and had been isolated in his room. But as of this week, he is considered recovered from COVID-19. Wow. Lapshies recovered just in time for his birthday. His family said, on Wednesday, his family surprised him at the veteran's home for a unique celebration. Since visitors aren't allowed inside this time, they had a social distancing party outside. I thought you were going to say that they had a Zoom uh, happy hour. It's like everybody uses Zoom, even <laughs> everyone, the 104-year-old guy. How does everyone know how to use how this? How did he know? I mean, it feels like after this, uh, after everybody had to sit at home, like two days into this thing, everybody had Zoom and like was like a <laughs> Zoom like meeting experts. Like, I'd well, never heard that? of it before. No, me neither weird it's kind of real got to be a real <laughs> kick in the ass for facetime over there at apple they got to be pissed <laughs> off they're like guys this we is our be moment bringing families together right they're like this is our moment or google hangouts is like this is it guys <laughs> this is our big day and then it's like hey zoom we're here <laughs> never mind we already got you zoomed right in <laughs> this isn't exactly how his family wanted to celebrate his daughter said we celebrated his 101st and had over 200 people but we're so thrilled he's recovered from this and we just had to do something for him. She said her father was very, very sick and the doctor said he might not make it. His son-in-law called him pretty resilient, noting that Lapshies lived through the Spanish flu, the Great Depression, and a couple major recessions. His smile, I wish you could have seen it. That mask covers it, but his smile is absolutely contagious. One of his six great-grandchildren said... Lapshies also has two grandchildren and five great-grandchildren who just can't wait to hug him again. Aww. They're hoping to take him out for a drive so he can see the river and the mountains again. That really sucks, too. Having this happen, I mean, God bless him for being uh, a hero to just everybody. But, um, you know, I feel bad for the family and for him because you, all this separation going on right now when time is uh, very precious because of his stage of life where mm -hmm. maybe he's not going to have years left. Mm -hmm. to, so the, every minute separated has got to be very excruciating for these people. And yeah. it's, uh, it's very upsetting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
my dad just turned 70 and all I want to do is hug him right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I feel so bummed. <laughs> I know. Um, so well, I can you know imagine what? these kids feel the same way, but he is healthy and he is safe and he is uh, secluded, uh, it, away from uh, a heavy popu- heavily populated area. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of have to keep That's checking. That's all that matters. He has Zoom, doesn't he? Everybody does. <laughs> Let's get him on Zoom. I wish. <laughs> uh, Lefshi's family said they couldn't have asked for more kindness or care for him during this difficult time. We hope that this will inspire some of the other people that are going through this. And we're really excited and looking forward to his 105th. Oh, that's really sweet. At his 104th birthday party, uh, we asked, which is the news... Uh, affiliate uh we asked him how he felt to reach that milestone pretty good i made it (laughs) he then paused and added good for a few more (laughs) which i think is so sweet and i i just um he then said get off my lawn <laughs> get off my lawn <laughs> you kids <laughs> your cameras yeah to, your hoopla i just i i'm just so amazed at that story and uh it's just so it's it's a beautiful story and happy birthday to that guy yeah that's so that's really amazing to have seen all of this he probably thought the uh, covid19 was no big deal he's been through the spanish flu and he's been through yeah like the war several <laughs> all the wars he's seen all the wars Jeez, louise god those people are if just he's incredible if he's 104 then yeah he he would have he wouldn't have any memories of it but he would have been alive for world war one mm-hmm. right sure he would have been too young to to remember yeah. any of it but right right um wow yeah that's pretty that's pretty amazing it's wild so happy birthday to him happy birthday sir thank you for your service <laughs> i just saluted him as if he could see us that's okay i think he could see us in spirit I yeah think. yeah yeah oh, just imagine a, kevin saluting <laughs> that was a very uplifting story <laughs> you know that reminded me of uh the this these sort of social distancing birthday parties uh, a friend of ours uh, in the buffalo area his daughter uh, had a birthday and you know obviously they couldn't have a get-together so he posted this photo of his daughter blowing out a birthday cake and then there was like seven or eight ipads and phones all in all like in a semicircle in front of her with all of her grandparents and aunts and uncles all watching and friends yeah oh, it was oh so cool. it was so sweet it was, it was cool so sweet that picture should be a viral photo that i is, know is just too cute. i love it mm. good job tom tom amadeo um anyway uh <laughs> i always want to imagine his song like to the tune of amadeus i think he yeah, I think uh, he posted a picture once of a mixtape he made, and it was called Rock Me Amadeo. <laughs> so he's, he gets it. He okay. understands. Okay. He knows. He knows All the right. deal. Uh, so the article I have here, Tiffany, is uh, from Time, uh, not from the magazine, not from the oh, okay. not from the measurement we use oh, to okay. keep track of years. <laughs> uh, the one in which we would like to fast forward through? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's from time.com. Uh, it's... Uh, uh, the headline says it's like a silent visual message how social distancing friendly bear hunts are uniting neighborhoods among coronavirus now this is has to do with children not with people who identify themselves as bears i just oh, okay. want to be very clear okay <laughs> i want to set this up properly for you i don't want your imaginations to run wild we love bears but uh, tiffany and i were out for a walk in our neighborhood a couple weeks back and we saw a teddy bear in a window and we thought what the heck is going on over there? Yeah, I it was just I having a look and I was like, I, I think there's a 
bear in that window? Why, why would there be a bear squished there? Even the Berenstain Bears are Even, isolated right now. I know. <laughs> why do they live in our neighborhood? What are they doing? They're famous. <laughs> the Berenstain Bears and the Worldwide Pandemic. <laughs> was my favorite book when I was a kid. <laughs> Oh man. Oh gosh. But yeah, so this is a, so then I saw this article and we just, you know, and this is what this is. So, uh, so the article goes lions, tigers, and teddy bears. Oh my. Someone's shooting for a Pulitzer with this article. (laughs) With families around the world abiding by social distancing guidelines recommended by health experts and the center for disease prevention officials to curb the further spread of coronavirus Neighborhood bear hunts are becoming all the rage in some areas. Taking a page from Michael Rosen's 1989 children's book, We're Going on a Bear Hunt, members of a number of communities across the globe are placing teddy bears and other stuffed animals in their home's windows to create a scavenger hunt-esque activity for kids who are stuck at home. While Taking walks or drives around the neighborhood with their parents, kids in participating communities can have some fun by keeping an eye out for a number of stuffed animals that have been put on display in houses. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's so cute. Shanna Bonner Groom, who spearheaded the recent bear hunting initiative in the Stewart Springs neighborhood of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, tells Time that she got the word out by posting the idea in her neighborhood's private Facebook group after seeing it floating around on social media. Now she says kid now she says kids are roaming the neighborhood in full safari outfits. Oh. Binoculars included. <laughs> How cute is that? Within oh. hours everybody was responding and wanting to join in, she said. Everybody's trying to enjoy this time at home with each other but to do social distancing at the same time. So we're trying to have some fun with the activities. Groom said that nearly half the homes in her 200 house neighborhood are now participating in the bear hunt, including ones where no kids live. <laughs> we have some houses where probably every stuffed animal they own is stuffed into a window. <laughs> some families have turned it into a safari instead of a bear hunt because you can see other animals. People are putting bear prints on their sidewalks and chalk. It's morphed into this whole thing. Oh, it's so cute. And there's some photos you can see of pictures I of bears. I love that so much. I think it's super cool too. I think that it's probably like adults are, you know, we we're to the point where we can kind of deal with situations and and a little bit more we're a little bit more capable of um understanding what's going on yeah. we'll say right. and um it, it, kids on the other hand they, they need they need traditionally a little bit more structure and and to have uh, those little touches of normalcy are really really important to them and they're yeah. important to adults too so even though it's really for the kids. These these adults that are going along with them, I'm sure, are having a really good time, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's something to do other than just, like, watch TV or, or whatever. You know, it's something you get We're outside. We're a victim to that. Yes. <laughs> we have watched uh, 13 seasons of Criminal Minds in, like, the last two months. So we are full of murdery images. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once we get through that, maybe we'll move on to something a little better. But um. <laughs> uh, Tiger King, perhaps. No, I don't know. No, we got to. We have to watch it. I don't know. I feel so. I feel like I've already know. I already know so much about I it. I know. I know. Every. I think we've seen too many memes already, so we kind of get just it. Annoyed. But we, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was a really cool thing for kids. Just to like you said, there's not. They don't really. They got to be scared. They don't really have uh, the same 
experience life experience to maybe deal with it a little bit easier than an adult would yeah so it gives them something to do and it's kind of fun and it takes their mind off maybe how things might be very scary for them yeah uh, it gives the parents something to do to prepare and set up something to the neighborhoods mm-hmm. so i think it's just like a really sweet thing to be doing right now you know just to do something nice for the kids i like yeah. it a lot doing something nice for your community as well yeah i think that um i think that the best thing we can do is to uh continue to uh be positive in elements like that Mm -hmm. like whether it's uh celebrating those who are helping others or you know doing your best to help others in the best way you know how whether it's you know, being someone who is a healthcare provider or being someone who has to work out in the public, or if it's someone who's inside and putting teddy bears in right. your windows, it, you're still doing something, doing something. Even if you're just staying home and not getting out there in public is you're doing something positive right if now. If you're at home right now wearing uh, nothing, but maybe the Twinkie in your hand, that's okay. And send us a picture, please. <laughs> fake headlines podcast at gmail.com. I meant that as the hostess snack. Or fake head pod on Snapchat. No, I don't, we don't have a Snapchat, do we? I don't think we do. No. <laughs> sorry, I took that in a different direction, Tiff. I'm sorry. I thought you were going there. I'm sorry. No, no, we're good. We're good. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Even though that this was the, a little bit more of a subdued uh, episode, um, we hope that those two stories still brought a, a big smile to your face. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody just stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Do something nice for your friends or neighbors. Get together on Zoom like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, uh, su- support your local restaurants and uh, hospitality workers by you know, getting food and leaving a big tip and making sure people are are taking care of out there check in on your friends if you're feeling like you know what i want someone to check in on me reach out to someone else and be like hey how are you doing chances are they're going to be like wait how are you doing yeah absolutely and uh and and if no one's checking in on you then and you still need someone to reach out to uh, email us at fake headlines podcast at gmail.com. We'll send you something yeah. silly back, whether it's a, it's a meme or something silly that Kevin and I said, or, um, maybe we'll record a specialized message and just send it to you. Yeah. And we can hit us up on uh, Twitter at fake head pod or on Facebook and Instagram at fake headlines podcast. And, uh, also you can go straight to our website at www.fakeheadlinespodcast.com. And, uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the places. We got it all. Uh, Don't forget uh, to tell your friends about our podcast. Maybe recommend your favorite episode. Um, You know, we have have a a few episodes out there. So if if there's one that really sticks out in your mind, you're like, this is is the one that makes me laugh the hardest. Recommend that to your friends and then uh, shoot them on over to um, iTunes or Apple podcast i mean because yeah. i'm an old lady oh itunes would you pull that up on your ipod <laughs> you i still use itunes on my computer uh and uh have them give us five stars there you go yeah tell your friends tell your friends and uh yeah we'll, we'll be back soon with uh, some more fun and hilarity but uh hey man just stay safe and we love you and thanks for listening and uh we'll see you soon <laughs> bye